0: When I was about 25 years old, I was uh, busted and into jail, and it was there that I came to the Lord. History Makers with Matt Prater. Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking to the Aussie Mermaid. She's an author and a speaker, Michelle Hamilton. How are you doing, Michelle?
1: I'm doing awesome. Thank you, Matt.
0: Now, I've heard your story a number of times, and every time I hear it, I get shivers up my spine thinking of what you've been through. Uh, we're going to get to your story soon, but let's start with your background. Whereabouts were you born and raised?
1: Uh, born and raised in Wellington, New Zealand, and then immigrated to Australia in 1979. So when I was just
0: 13 years old. Okay. Now you've had uh, your testimony uh, broadcast on the internet, on YouTube. You've you've written it in a book. It's gone all over the world. For those who don't know your background and your and your story, tell us what happened when you were saved at sea.
1: Back in 1989, so a long time ago, 33 years, I believe, if my maths is correct, and um, I took my mum on a holiday to a little island called Boracay in the Philippines and took out a little seven-foot wooden canoe. And um, it was meant to be just an awesome day out um, and a beautiful island, and I I didn't know then that it was going to be the very last time I ever saw that island again because I
0: got lost at sea. Tell us what happened, like you you were out there in a little canoe, is that what it was?
1: Yeah, it's called a a bunker in the Philippines, so it's just a little wooden outrigger canoe. It was only seven foot long and half a metre wide, so you couldn't even sit inside it. Like there were planks of wood on top and then you sit on top of it, so that's how, it was minute.
0: So you're out there in the middle of the ocean, Um, did you have any faith in God at the time? No, no, my, my mum is Jewish
1: um, and so she, she talked about God but there was no, um, for me personally, it, it didn't really mean anything to me
0: and I never,
1: yeah, I didn't know anything about God except that he's maybe up there in the sky doing something, but that's it.
0: And tell us how you survived that three days in the ocean.
1: Well, without a doubt... I came to know this God and it was absolutely him that saved me because you hear about people standing on a rock fishing and they're swept out and they're dead within 20 minutes. The fact that I survived three days in the middle of the ocean after the boat had capsized and I was just hanging onto the side of it can only be a miracle.
0: And you had like flippers on, didn't you? And tell us how you came to keep those flippers on.
1: Well, that was actually a a kind of a strange thing because, you know, as I realised that I couldn't get back to this island, I decided to put on my flippers and make an attempt to swim to land. It was about two kilometres away. And um, so I put the flippers on and um, I just ended up by um, then taking them off in the middle of the storm. And then when the boat capsized, and I actually went to swim to get the bottle of water because I didn't know how long I was going to be out there for, I heard an audible voice say to me, grab the flippers. And of course it made absolutely no sense to me. What was sensible was to grab a bottle of water, but I obeyed this voice and those flippers were actually intrinsic in saving my life Um, later on um, when I needed to be rescued.
0: So tell us a bit about the angelic encounters you had because I know that there was a lot of supernatural things that happened in in these three days.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, as I said, I don't really believe in any of this stuff at all. I mean, it was, yeah, you know, you see pictures of angels and things like that. I'm not a superstitious person or a believer in supernatural miracles. Everything was just, if I can see it, then it's real. Um, But, yeah, when I was out there, and God promised me that I wasn't going to die. I believe that He sent angels to protect me and save me so that I, I didn't drown. There's just no way I could have held on without this angelic force protecting me and holding me up in the ocean. I, I just I just what what I, what I saw out there, is imprinted on my mind it's something that I can never forget and when some people say to me how can you be sure that you saw it, it it's like when you know that you know that you know what you have seen. nobody can ever take that away from you and I know what I saw and I wasn't hallucinating and it was just a miracle
0: and I know that um, you had you know sharks swimming nearby what happened then
1: that was just in, that was just incredible. Um, I, I was amazed that I had not seen sharks earlier, to be honest, um, because the, the waters of the Philippines are quite tropical, and I, I just them to be shark infested. And on the third day, I finally saw land. It was the first time I'd seen land in three days, and as I got closer to this to the these four islands, I actually saw two sharks swimming towards me. And I don't think I've ever. I didn't pray before them, but I, I, I prayed so desperately that they might be dolphins, but it was obvious from the swimming patterns that they weren't. And I heard this audible voice say to me, fear not, they won't hurt you. And it, it was a very big ask for me to not be afraid. But when I followed what God had instructed me, which was to have faith in him, then those sharks swam away as if they had never seen me at all. Wow. And that's the message that he 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 let me live. Because I actually made a promise to him out in the ocean. I said, if you let me live, I'll spend the rest of my life dedicated to telling... Um, sorry, it makes me emotional. Um, to telling people about you and that you're a, a great, awesome and merciful God who saves people who are lost whether you're lost at sea, whether you're lost in your marriage, whether you're lost in addiction, whether you're um, just mentally uh, feeling unstable and lost in your mind, he's the God that comes down and he helps us. He picks us up. He sends angels, even if we don't see them, to protect us. And he tells us to just have faith in him, 100% faith, even if we can't see, like, I couldn't see way to survive out there. You know, for three days, I didn't see land until the very last part. I couldn't see how I was going to survive with sharks about to eat me. I couldn't see how I was going to be rescued, but he just kept asking me, have faith in what you can't see because I've got this covered.
0: Wow. And you know what? Um, I've heard you share this a number of times now. Every time I hear it, I get emotional too. I just think, wow, you know, you must have been you know, very close to death after three days in uh, in the water. Um, the you know all the the, the things, the, the dehydration, the no water, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, tell us how you got saved in the end.
1: Well, I, I actually was very close to death because this this boat began to break apart, and I really was only left with just um, this outrigger um, attached to the boat. So, by the time they this rescue boat came by and saw me and picked me up, I, I was really close to death. I would not have lasted another day out there. I was incredibly dehydrated. I had second-degree burns. My feet that had the flippers on for all those days were blue, blue, blue. I don't even, you know, if they hadn't, the flippers hadn't been taken off me, I don't know whether I may have kept my feet. Um, so, yeah, these um, Filipino fishermen... Happened to see spot me in the ocean, and um, they stopped their boat, and they rescued me.
0: Wow! And did they think you're a mermaid? Is that the story?
1: (laughs) They didn't. I know that sounds quite unbelievable, but the Filipinos are very superstitious about mermaids. They call them serena, and um, they literally found me in the middle of nowhere just wearing a bikini and I've got long blonde hair and I'm still wearing these flippers and they really did believe, they were actually afraid of me and only later on when they undid my money belt that was still attached around my waist and pulled out my passport, um, me and my mum's passport, did they think, "No, nah, this is just a regular Aussie.
0: Yeah. Amazing, amazing And you've travelled all over the world sharing your story Tell us what the response has been like When you've travelled to preach and share this testimony
1: Oh, well, it has been absolutely amazing As I said, I I, I have done my my best to fulfil my promise to God And, you know, we, we wrote a book um, Which was originally, you know, uh, published by Tyndale And we went all over the world on the 700 Club to, um, you know, all kinds of radio stations all throughout America. We spent one year in America just um, going about and sharing. Uh, after that, my husband and I spent two years in a caravan traveling to every single... Uh, we've been to every single country town in Australia sharing the gospel. And um, and then in 2009 to 2000. And 10, um, I spent in Asia, going through Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore, sharing my testimony too. So, um, yeah, it's been an incredible response. And I think the main thing that people get out of it is that we just serve a God that is so loving to us and we can't always see how much he loves us, but... When we know that he cares so much about us that no matter what situation we are in, he's ready to reach down and just scoop us up and help us. And what we have to do is just reach out and and ask for that help and ask for that help and believe it. That's the most important part is to believe that he's the God of miracles and that he wants to do a miracle for us.
0: But you've got another miracle story recently. Um, you had been struggling with vertigo for many years, and you had a miracle healing. Tell, tell us about how that's how, how that's impacted you.
1: Well, honestly, this this vertigo it was so debilitating to feel dizzy. Um, every day, it got so bad, really, that I I couldn't even work anymore. I didn't trust myself driving, and I this vertigo would hit me several times a day, and my head would just spin, spin, spin. And um, yeah, I just spared of what to do, Matt. I honestly, I, I pray for so many other people, and they got they get healed, and and I'm saying to God, where's my healing? Am I? Do I just have to live with this for the rest of my life? And this is where you. You're, you're involved, I, I met you at, I think it was the coffee club, and we were just talking about me coming and speaking at your church, and I knew that you're a man that has healing hands, and so I thought, this guy's powerful in the Lord, I'm going to ask him, would he lay hands on me and pray for me, and from that day forward, I've been completely healed, of vertigo, and it has not returned, and it's changed my life immeasurably. So I'm so grateful to you,
0: Matt. Oh, wow. Well, I tell you what, it's Jesus that heals, and, you know, I, I've just just—I've felt God say to me many years ago, any chance you get, you just pray for people, and sometimes you see them healed, sometimes you don't, and um, I'm just so blessed to hear that you are um, 100% healed and healthy, and, and you're out preaching again, um, and you're, you're also very passionate about prayer ministry. Um, tell us a bit about your... Uh, you're calling on your on your heart to uh, to you know pray for people and see them set free.
1: Well, uh, absolutely. I mean, I have always been interested in a holistic form of healing, and 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 we are mind, body, soul, and spirit. And um, having had a a really awful childhood myself, and having still a lot of trauma as I went into my adulthood, I thought I, I, there's got to be another way. to to do this Um, and so I got involved with some healing rooms and Elijah House Ministries most prominently first to get ministry for myself and saw massive breakthroughs in my life once I got rid of the trauma and I forgave all the people that have wounded me and I repented all of the stuff I'd done and then after that I was so blessed by what they'd done I decided to become a volunteer and so I volunteered for them for many, many, many years until this COVID situation happened. And then we decided, hey, we're not going to stop. So we started doing ministry with people online. And that's my heart, is to set help, to co-partner with Jesus to help set
0: the captives free. Absolutely. Well, I know that um, I've already got some friends that have been really impacted by your pre-ministry as well. And, and you know, your testimony, your, your, the call on your life is uh, so amazing. I encourage people to check it out if they want to search up Michelle Hamilton, Saved at Sea. Uh, they can find the uh, the video on YouTube. They can uh, look up, you know, look look for the book as well. Um, and uh, I know that there's um, many, you know, opportunities uh, people uh, uh, can have to hear your story. And l- let's get the word out to unchurch people, unsaved people, that God is a miracle-working God. He can save us, even, you know. I mean, I, th- I think your ministry is called Jonah Ministries. It's a bit like Jonah been out in the water for three days and you got rescued, hey? <laughs>
1: Absolutely. And I think I was as rebellious as Jonah was before
0: that happened. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, but
1: yeah, um, the, the YouTube, if they, they look it up, it's God Saves Girl Lost at Sea. Yep. And um, we make everything free for people. If anybody wants to email me and wants an electronic copy of the book, just just email me and I'll, I'll i'll send it to you you know uh, awesome. with my compliments we'll
0: put the link at the history makers website and uh, you know i just think it's an an awesome testimony and we pray the lord will open many more doors for you to keep sharing that testimony uh michelle and your history maker thanks for joining us oh
1: thank you so much god bless you now
0: if you'd like to hear this conversation again listen online anytime at historymakersradio.com There, you'll also find links to all of our social media channels and you can subscribe to our iTunes podcast History Makers is a faith based ministry and we want to thank everyone for their generous support. If you've got a suggestion of anyone we should interview, send us an email, info at HistoryMakersRadio.com. God bless. I'm Matt Prater and my challenge to you now is to go and make history.